Welcome to The Power Within Her. On this podcast, we're all about seeking self-empowerment to live a life that makes us excited. My name's Megan. I'm a nerdy and super enthusiastic writer and professor with a PhD in English. Together, we'll get intentional by embracing the power of critical thinking and personal growth to achieve those dreams on our hearts. Let's break free of societal expectations, create new stories that serve us, and have some fun with the process of growing into the type of women who embrace the incredible power and potential within ourselves. Are you excited? Let's do this. What's up, girlfriend? I'm so excited that you're here for today's episode because it is going to be a juicy one. We are chatting all about this idea of uncertainty. And if you follow me on Instagram over at Marie, you know that the other day I was journaling about uncertainty and I kind of put up like a poll and I was like, hey, are you in a season of life where you're feeling a little bit uncertain about things as well? Or you're you're um, running up against this idea of uncertainty in some way, shape or form. And like, there was a resounding yes <laughs> to that. So many of us are navigating uncertainty right now. So a couple of days later, I was like, you know, I really should do a podcast episode on this. And so I put up another poll, kind of like the quiz thing where there's four options instead of just two. And I was like, well, what areas like are you currently um, experiencing uncertainty in? And the different areas were job, goals, relationships, and health. And honestly, the numbers um, in terms of what people clicked like was pretty evenly spread throughout, but I will say that job and health had a couple more numbers than the other categories, but for the most part, it was pretty evenly spread. But I bring this up to say (laughs) that uncertainty is normal. Like You are not alone. If you, like me, are experiencing some uncertainty right now in your life, you are not alone. So let's just kind of normalize the idea that uncertainty happens. And we do experience a lot of uncertainty in our lives, in many different areas in our lives, in different seasons of our lives. And the reason I think that we have so much un- so much anxiety about uncertainty and it just feels really uncomfortable is because we as humans don't like to not know. <laughs> If that makes any sense, I kind of said that a little bit weird, but like it is really uncomfortable to not know the outcome or to not have the answer. Being uncertain really like sucks (laughs) in a lot, a lot of ways. And we just, we hate not knowing what's going to happen. We love answers. We love feeling like our feet are super sturdy underneath us and When it's not, we get really scared and really uncomfortable and really anxious and worried. And all of that is like a normal human response, right? But we get to this point where we start obsessing over the thing that we don't know, right? And that causes so much anxiety and so much, so many worry thoughts. So for example, back in the day, <laughs> taking you way back to my college days, um, I when, when I applied to grad school, I was waiting to hear if I got into a master's program because I wanted to go directly from my BA into my MA. And so I was waiting to hear. I didn't know <laughs> what the future held. I honestly had no backup plan. It was either get into grad school and keep going or live in my parents' basement. Like, (laughs) there was no backup plan. Um, And so 
I, I was navigating a lot of uncertainty. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so uncomfortable. I don't know. This is causing me so much anxiety, so many worries because I want to know what the next steps are for my future. I want to know if I get to pursue, you know, my higher, higher education or if I have to move back home and try to figure it out. And I just, I want to know so badly. And the thing about it (laughs) is that by obsessing with what we don't know, it starts to then create this really nasty, negative storytelling narrative that we're weaving in our heads, right? Like it makes us think, oh, well, I haven't heard about grad school. So clearly like there's something wrong with me. Is this ever going to work out? Like, am I going to get in? Maybe I'm lacking in some fundamental way. And it's just my head spun around and around and around with all these narratives and these stories and these questions and these things that did not serve me. And I'm sure that you can connect to that. Even if you didn't go to grad school, there is something (laughs) that is, you know, has surfaced in the forefront of your mind that you're like, oh yeah, I do that when it comes to like your health or maybe your fertility or your job or your relationships, like whatever it is, we ask ourselves, you know, is it going to work out? Is this going to happen? And we start to really go down that worry spiral because we are so uncomfortable with the uncertainty. And again, that is totally human. It's totally natural to be super uncomfortable with uncertainty. But when it starts to get, I don't want to say quote unquote bad, but like when it starts to really hurt us, we start to make up stories to fill in that uncertainty. And oftentimes we fill that uncertainty with more stories that do not serve us. And they're often like worst case scenarios too, right? So like, for example, if you really, really want to have a baby and you're having trouble conceiving and you went and got some tests done at the doctor's, right? And you're waiting for that call, you know, and it's taking a little bit longer to get that call. Like our mind is going to jump to the worst possible scenario, right? Where it's like, they're going to tell me I can't have a baby, right? Or if you interviewed for a job that you really, really freaking want and you're like, I haven't heard haven't heard back from them. Well, clearly I'm not qualified. I'm not capable. I'm not going to get the job. And like, this is going to be so bad. How am I going to pay my bills? Right? We jump to the worst case scenario to fill up the uncertainty with something that we think might be certain, but oftentimes, you know, it's the worst case scenario. And we don't actually know if that's going to be the results that we're going to end up with anyway, right? Hopefully you're picking up what I'm putting down here. But I read this stat the other day too that said like 80% of the time, like the worst case scenario or like the bad thing you think is going to happen when you're in that space of uncertainty does not actually happen. (laughs) There's still like a 20% chance that it might, but more often than not, the what if worry place we go to when we're feeling uncertain doesn't actually happen. But we go to those extreme worst case scenarios or that worry place into like this big negative spiral because we as humans don't know how to navigate and manage this these feelings of uncertainty. And at this point, <laughs> hopefully um, you haven't turned off the episode because things are sounding really grim right now. And I don't mean it to be that way, but like this is seriously like... I'm navigating all this in real time as well. I am navigating uncertainty when it comes to my job, when it comes to the book on journaling that I'm writing. Like, I don't know what my job looks like next year. 
Like, I don't. I have no idea. And I've got, gotten conflicting information on what that looks like and everything. And I'm like, oh, there's just so much uncertainty. I hate this. I hate this so much, right? And then when it comes to my book, like, it's going to launch soon. And I'm so excited about it. And it's amazing. And I feel so good about it. But, like... I don't know if it's going to sell, right? Like, I don't know if anybody's going to buy it. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make the impact I want to make with that book for individual readers, but also for the kickback component with it, the give back component, because every single time that one of those books is purchased, it empowers the reader, but it also is going to empower another young woman somewhere in the United States because part of the proceeds are going to funnel directly into a scholarship fund for young women to apply to college. And I'm so excited about that kickback component. I'm so excited and proud about the book, but I don't know what the result is going to be from all of that labor, from all of that love, from all of that passion, right? Like, I don't know what's going to happen if I'm going to be able to make the impact I want to be able to make with that book. And whether it's the job, whether it's my hormone health, whether it's the book, like whatever it is, like There's a lot of uncertainty there, and it's so easy to fill all of that uncertainty in with the worst-case scenario, right? And the thing is, this time around, when it comes to all of this uncertainty, I have kind of a different attitude and mindset about it. Like, yes, all the things we've talked about so far seem kind of grim, and I hope I'm not bumming you out, but I promise there's going to be a there's going to be an uplift here. <laughs> but I have like a different attitude about it. Like, yes, is it all uncertain and weird and I'm scared and it's uncomfortable? Absolutely. But I'm trying not to stay there, right? I'm trying not to stay in that place of like, oh, this is bad. I don't know. Yes, of course, there is no guarantee. There's never any guarantees that anything is going to work out. And that could be seen as a bad thing. That could be seen as a negative thing, as a scary thing. But there are some things that we can do to be able to dance with this uncertainty in the same way that you and I, this entire year for the entire duration of this podcast so far, have been doing when it comes to like dancing with fear too. We can learn to dance with these uncomfortable feelings, right? And I don't want you to think that I'm perfect, (laughs) that I've got it all figured out, that I have all the answers, that I'm like, oh yes, I'm navigating uncertainty perfectly, because that is so not true, right? But I've just decided with all of the reframe work that I've been doing, you know, that we've been doing, and all the resilience muscle building we've been doing as well, like, I'm just, I'm choosing to stop in the midst of uncertainty, in the midst of trying to fill in all that uncertainty with the worst case scenarios, and I'm just stopping, and I'm like, No, I'm deciding to draw a line in the sand and not to worry and spiral down of like, oh, how am I going to pay my bills? What does my job look like? I don't know. I don't know all this stuff, right? I'm just choosing to stop and we're going to, you know, think about the ways that we can actually support ourselves through this uncertainty because it doesn't freaking serve us to focus on what we don't know, to obsess about the not knowing and wanting to know and all of that. Like that's just not helping us, right? So I've been really like putting pen to paper, journaling it out, trying to figure out how can we dance with uncertainty. And I'm really excited to share what I've kind of come up with and what's been helping me navigate through this moment of uncertainty in my life. 
And hopefully this will help you out as well (laughs) because we are in this together. You know that we're linking arms. We're figuring it out as we go. So this is what's been working for me. And I hope that this is going to help you out and work for you too. So number one, (laughs) here's how we can dance with uncertainty. So number one is prior evidence. So I'm going to be willing to bet, go out on a limb here, (laughs) to say that this is not the first time that you have faced uncertainty in your life, right? So what I've been doing, and you can do this too, is kind of flip back through your memory files, like flip back through the memories in your brain. I don't know. I'm trying to make like a book metaphor out of it and it's not working, but go (laughs) dig through your memories And think back to a time where you didn't think something was going to work out, but it actually did work out. Because like I said earlier, (laughs) there's that stat, right? And numbers don't lie, where 80% of the time, what we think is not going to work out actually does work out. It works out in our favor 80% of the time. That is a solid B. And I can get on board with that, right? So Flip back through your memory, dig for a time you didn't think something was going to work out, but it did work out, and write it down. Write down as many things as you possibly can where you didn't think it was going to work out, but it did. And I feel like it's so important to do this, right? Because instead of feel, filling, not feeling, filling <laughs> the uncertainty moment that you're navigating with all the worst case scenarios, we can flood it with positivity. We can flood it with all the, the feels and the happiness and the excited times, right? <laughs> when the stuff we didn't think was going to work out actually did work out. And we're going to put ourselves into a way more positive headspace, a way happier headspace, and it's just going to be better, (laughs) right? Like, let's be honest. Like we're choosing to focus on the positive and that has made all the difference for me, right? So in this time of where I'm like, I don't know if jobs are working out, what's going on, (laughs) what way is up and down. I'm thinking about all the times in the past when jobs and things have worked out and has been certain. So like real quick, short story here. (laughs) Um, Back when my husband and I were in grad school, we were in the same PhD program and honestly the same master's program. (laughs) But the time I'm thinking of is when we were in the PhD program. Um, He actually graduated a year before I did. And so he had been applying for jobs and all this stuff. And like our, my, my funding had run out at the school. So like they didn't have another job for me. Um, so we were kind of banking on (laughs) Roger getting a job and he did, he nailed a awesome job out in Iowa. And so we were packing up our stuff and moving. And I was like, you know, what am I going to do? Like, should I just focus on my dissertation? Should I try to get like a part-time job? Cause there was no job for me at the time. And we were like, we'll just figure it out. You know, we didn't have like a concrete plan as we're packing up our stuff. Right. But (laughs) out of nowhere, the provost from that school in Iowa calls me and is like, Hey, so, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, I know your husband was hired, all this stuff, and like, you know, you are ABD, all but dissertation, right? My mom, my mom calls that um, all but done. But anyway, (laughs) so I was ABD, and he's like, you know, we actually have an instructor job for you. Like, the pay is not as high as an assistant professor because you're not actually done with your PhD, but you know, there's a job for you. There's teaching full time, like, there's benefits, there's, you know, it's a good salary. Like, what do you say? Like, do you want this job? And I was like, uh, hell yeah, I want this job, right? And The point of the story, though, is that there, when we were moving to Iowa from Pennsylvania, there was no job for me. There was no job for me. There were no job prospects, nothing, right? But it worked out, (laughs) right? Which is really cool and really awesome. And 
I go back to that memory a lot of times when something isn't like when I'm thinking that something isn't going to work out and that experience getting that job in Iowa like out of nowhere is honestly like the epitome of something working out when you didn't think it would. So bringing it all the way back around here, focus on the prior evidence, put pen to paper, think about those moments that you've experienced in your life when you did not think it was going to work out, but it did create a bank of those moments and it'll just like ground you and flood you with positivity. And it's really freaking awesome. (laughs) So that's number one. And number two is focusing on what is certain. And I know that that might be (laughs) a little bit easier said than done, right? Because sometimes when we're in a moment of uncertainty, everything just is like, okay, it's all up in the air. I don't know what's going on. Everything is just a giant freaking question mark, right? But oftentimes, not everything has a giant question mark on it, right? Like there are some things in our lives that are certain and it's really, really freaking helpful to focus on what is certain in those moments of uncertainty to again, ground us and kind of flood us with that sense of positivity. So for example, one of the things that I've been really focusing on when it comes to my job and all the uncertainty that my job is just like shrouded in right now is the fact that Roger, my husband, definitely has a job and he knows what his job looks like. So there is going to be some sort of money coming in, right? And that is such a privilege and such a blessing. And I'm so grateful that he has his job. And that is certain, like that is locked in, contract signed, all things good, (laughs) right? Like, and that is certain. So that is bringing me a lot of solace, a lot of like, okay, like we're good, right? And Another thing that is certain is that I have my PhD, right? I am I am done. I'm no longer ABD. Like I've been PhD'd, finished, finished. <laughs> that was really weird. Um since 2019, right? So I have my PhD. I have tons of teaching experience. I have tons of skills, right? Like that is certain and I can use that, right? So When we really take a look around at all the aspects within the uncertainty that we are navigating, when we look at what is certain, like the scary tectonic plates of uncertainty that are moving around underneath us, like don't feel as scary or threatening or whatever, right? Because there are other aspects of our lives and of our own person, like who we are as people that are certain, like no matter what happens (laughs) moving forward, I know that I'm smart. I know that I'm capable. I know that I'm a ridiculously hard worker. I'm passionate. I'm resilient. Like all of those things in and of myself, like as my person are certain and I will be able to figure it out no matter what happens. So that said, put pen to paper once more and write down the things that are certain, either about your external circumstances or about you like as a person, what is certain and ground yourself in that because it'll give you confidence. It'll flood you with positivity. It will make you feel sturdier than you probably currently do if you are also navigating uncertainty. So those are my two tips or my two ways on how I'm currently navigating uncertainty. They're getting me through this season and in a way that feels good and feels right and aligned. And I just want to say that, you know, (laughs) 
friend to friend, uncertainty is a nasty business and it can wrap us up so tight in those nasty tentacles and just make us miserable and we don't deserve that. Uncertainty is a part of life and yes, it can totally suck. (laughs) It really does suck, but we cannot stay there. We cannot stay there in that place that says uncertainty sucks and, you know, in that place where we're worst case scenarioing and we're worrying and it's just going to have so many negative um, repercussions physically, mentally, emotionally, like we can't stay there, right? Of course, we have to, you know, feel our feelings and stuff, right? But always, we have a choice. We have a choice whether we want to stay down, stay in the yuck and the muck, and, you know, stay there, right? Or we can choose to take steps to do things to get ourselves out of the mud, to fall down and get back up, right? Because that is what we do as bold, brave, beautiful, ambitious, smart, badass women. That is what we do, right? Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to be in this with you. I hope that this episode hit home for you. If it did, DM me on Instagram at Marie. You can tag me in your stories. Tell me what your takeaways were. Or if putting stuff on social media is not your jam, which I totally get, send this episode to a friend right now. I really love it when my friends send me podcast episodes. They're like, check this out, check this out. I'm always like, yes, let's do it, right? So If I like it, I'm going to (laughs) assume that you like it too, that your friends like it too. So let's just keep spreading this important message of the podcast, which is that we have so much more power and potential within ourselves, that we are resilient, that we can empower ourselves to new heights, to new places, to just live our best freaking life that, you know, I'm going to say it, (laughs) that makes us dancing in the freaking grocery store aisles kind of happy. Thank you so much for being here. I love you. You're amazing. I hope you have a great rest of your day and we will chat again here soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could either share it on social media and tag me so that I can personally thank you for listening in. Or you could leave a review of the podcast to increase searchability of the power within her so that more women can listen in and grow with us. Either way, I am so grateful that you're here with me spreading the important message about critical thinking and self-empowerment.